Hello and welcome back to the final episode of Spoiler Alert. Um, for those of you that don't know, Spoiler Spoiler Alert is an informational podcast where two not at all qualified English one students talk about various books and their movies. Today's episode is on Faultmar Stars by John Green. I didn't read the book. Casey watched the movie. We both watched the movie. Also, I hate Hazel. And I read the book. And I didn't cry. It's very sad. Come she, at me. She did. She, you cried a little bit. No, I didn't. It's during the movie. I saw you, like, cry. <laughs> Just a little tiny bit. I never cry. Yes. I can tell you that right now. I never cry. Okay. Okay. I hate Hazel. We're not talking about that. Yes, we are. Yet. We will get there. My thoughts on the movie, because I didn't read the book. Um, I didn't like it. It was just meh. Okay, the book is a lot better. I think but there were some cute mo- cute moments. The it was book like... is so sweet. Okay, I love the book. John Green's really cool. I like watching his crash course videos. His everyone ones. groans, and I'm like, yes! I know, everyone groans at his jokes, and I will sit be in the back of the class, like, trying not to laugh, because He's I like, think they're yeah. funny. Um, but I love this book. It's, it's relatable and not relatable in the same way like i feel like how is it relatable you don't have cancer i know but she's just her her sarcasm is relatable <laughs> i feel like she's very sarcastic you is, sound exactly like her yeah i do talk, i'm very sarcastic it's it's it i feel like usually when you look at someone who has cancer you know it's like you think of them as a completely different person but this kind of shows like they're, they're just normal people that are dying, but that's that's not. But aren't we all? But as that's like one of my dad's favorite quotes, and it's kind of scary. Is as soon as you're born, you're dying. Think about it. After this podcast, um, it's really kind of creepy. Anyway, um, yeah, I I love the book. I love this book. It's so sad. I cried so much. I gave it like a three out of five. It was Romeo and Juliet to me. No, I don't allow that. Okay, the movie was probably three out of five. The book, it gives probably a five out of five. It's not. It's not perfect. Perfect. I, give I just it hate Hazel. A four point seven five out of five. It's not perfect, but it's it's pretty up there. And okay, well, ex- explain your hatred for Hazel. She literally goes, "I'm gonna push you away because I don't want you to get hurt," and the literally goes to Amsterdam and is just like, "I think I'm in love with you." Like you we're can't just friends. Do that. But I'm in love. Yeah. Like, as a pick a good side person, as like a good person with a good moral compass, you're not allowed to do that. Even if you have cancer, like don't. Yeah. Like, like that's why you're a bad person. Basil. Yeah. I'm coming for you. <laughs> you and the sun is also a star. I hated all of these three books. As a she, reflection. Casey just doesn't like the idea of love. I'm a very pessimistic person. Casey's going to live with her cats, and she's going to be No, like, I'm going to have kids. I'm set on that. No, I don't. Maybe. You aren't. Probably. I'm, okay, Anyway. Listen, <laughs> if you're pessimistic, you're either always right, or you never get disappointed. And you're never happy. <laughs> no, you are, because you're right. No. That's what makes me happy, being right. Okay. Anyway, Casey's a bummer. <laughs> but a good bummer. 
You need me. I bring you back down into Earth. <laughs> Sometimes a little too far. Like, you might be, like... In the mulch. In the mulch, but, like, you're in the Earth. You're not floating around in space like a cuckoo. Um, anyway. Which, all of you who like Hazel, you are uh, floating. I don't think she was a great character. I just... I didn't like her. She just exists. I mean, she was a main character, but, like, she just met. She wasn't extremely a good character. She was like, too conflicting. She was kind of, yeah, she did kind of go, she went back and forth so much, like, with, yeah. like, she's we're like, just gonna be friends. parents. And I was like, no. But I feel like I everyone's it. like that at some point. You know? I'm not. I'm always pessimistic. She just hates everything always. No, um, it's, I don't know. She was okay. Gus was very corny to me. I loved how he was like, I'm going to make a mark on the world. The whole conversation between Hazel and Gus about you don't need to mark on your. You don't need to make the mark on your world. You marked me. Like, I was like, and I was just like, who do I side with? I know it was. It's a very good point. Like, it or it's really sad when you think about it. Like, he's like, I want. I wanted to be remembered by so many people, and she's like, how? How? I. I, I why am I not enough? I do agree with Gus, though. That you want to be remembered by more people. Yeah. I feel like everyone kind of does. But not. It's more like quality over quantity. Like I just want both. Casey wants a quality quantity of it. Yeah, I want a bunch of people to remember me, but all of them to be affected by me. Like, in a good way. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Okay. So. Look at me contradicting myself. Oh, this is going to be a very hypocritic video or podcast. Oops. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The characters. I feel like the characters weren't what made it extremely amazing of a book that I liked. I feel like I feel like he just did a really good job writing it. It was very relatable. Like just yeah, very uh, relatable. It was like I mean we're not dying. I hope not. Now I'm gonna go to the doctor. But we're not dying, but it's still like they're, they're growing really up. They're dying faster than me. Yeah I am I'm don't feed me bread guys. Um <laughs> um no but it's like the way that they thought about their things was, like, very down-to-earth. It was kind of cool because, like, John they Green... They were also pessimists. They were pessimists. But John Yay. Green, they were very down-to-earth. And John Green, it's, he's he's older than us, but he did a very good job, like, thinking like teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, the cliche ones you see in movies, but it was just, like, normal teenagers. That's just how we think. Yeah. Like, it's just, it was very down to earth and it was yeah it seems good. like someone was actually saying there, being like no this is what an actual teenager would like say. he was like okay this is a line and then he had like a teenager come in and was like actually we would this, never say that. no one would ever say that we are not smart enough <laughs> oh my voice <laughs> honestly another thing is sadness i didn't cry oh i cried so much did I mean, we already say this we already did yeah. i didn't cry okay when i read the book i cried a lot the book, I feel like when you're reading the book, you just have it there in your hands, and you're, like, holding them as they die. I don't cry in books. I cried in Finding Dory, so. You're weird. No, I just cry a lot. <laughs> but then, also, I feel like the whole cancer thing, like, I feel like almost everyone knows someone that's been affected by that. Yeah. That's That made it really sad. True. Just thinking about, and then, yeah, it's, anyway. We liked the books. No, we didn't. I liked the book and the movie. I didn't like either. 
You didn't read the book. She just she didn't like the movie. Cynical. Okay, so this is about the last good day thing, which Hazel mentions about Gus. Which yeah, I'm gonna let Emma talk about it because like it was. It, this is something that I really related with because my grandma actually passed from cancer um, a little over a year ago. And that's something we talked about. Like before I even watched, read this book or watched the movie is you talk about is the last good day you have with this person. And it's something that like, it reminds you to always appreciate every day you have with someone, even if they're not dying, because you don't know when the last day, good day is on that day. And no matter how much it's like, oh, this is nice. They're doing well. You never really appreciate it fully. And looking back, no matter how much you were like, oh, this is great. Looking back, you're always like, oh, I could have done more. I could have appreciated this more. And um, it's something that like, we talked about, I guess, after my grandma passed, was like, I remember the last good t- conversation I had with Nana was, um, was when in her nursing home when we were talking about, anyway, we talked about something, or my dad was like, my dad, actually, we talked about this the other day, was um, he walked in, and she was sitting upright in bed instead of napping, and she goes, hey, how you doing? Let's go walk around, like, let's go push me around in my wheelchair, and he was like, oh, um, oh, okay. Like he kind of just scared him because that's not what it was used to. And the thing, the book mentions this and it's a very like real thing. It was very like relatable for me. And that was something, it's just a good takeaway from the book was just appreciate all the good days because you don't know what's going to happen. And that's just something I wanted to talk about on here because... It's a great life lesson. So, yeah. Wow, we're such deep. That was, that was very deep. And we're not even sophomores yet. Wow. I'm going to take a mental age test and see what it does. So, our next little thing we want to talk about is um, the book inside the book. The Imperial Affliction. And just what it meant, I guess. And what it helped with the story. What if... Okay, so... Imperial affection? Affliction. Affliction. An imperial? It kind of sounds like infection. And remember... No. (laughs) No. Shut up. (laughs) Gus's favorite book was about zombies. Get it? Get it? Imperial infection. Zombies. We should make a book called Imperial Infection. (laughs) Okay. Okay, here's what we got. Imperial Affliction, we think, was the book inside the book. It was kind of like Hazel's... Fault in Our Stars. Like, when we read Fault... Like, we read Fault in Our Stars, and the people in the book, Fault in Our Stars, read Imperial Affliction. Like, Fault in Our Stars is, like, a down-to-earth... It's like a paradox. Maybe. Not, not we really. don't know what the... I know what it is, and that's not a paradox. Anyway. Um, the Fault in Our Stars is, like, a down-to-earth, like, cancer patient book about that. And a, an Imperial Affliction was a down-to-earth cancer book. For the people in the cancer book. Yeah, but why was the author such a mm, 
Casey just doesn't guy. understand this because she didn't. I read. need to know she the reason read. why. English teachers have made me so paranoid. They're like, like there's something more. What's the so what? And I'm just like, I don't know. It's a book. There's just it's just there. Here's our moral of this story. Not everything means something. The desk sitting know. over there does not mean anything more. It's just a desk. Yeah, but it's it's meant to hold clothes. This book is meant to hold words. I don't know. No. Anyway. But the words mean something. Yes. They mean their definition. Anyway. I think there's more. I think you're just brushing it off. I cannot brush things off. Okay, so what does the book mean? Me. So let's talk about that. What does the book mean? Okay. I have a theory. No, I don't. I'm making this up on the fly. <laughs> okay. Um, he comes. And Augustus, I think that was their connection. It, yeah, it should, I like, think it was the it first kinda conversation they kind of really had, and he emailed the author a lot, clearly. Yeah, like, I feel like that, like, kind of, like... And, like, oh, it was really cute. He It was, like, when they first met the author, it was such a terrible experience, and he apologized. Like, he's not even the one who likes it. I think it was their, their little think, connection. Yeah, it was, like, it's, like, a material version of their connection and their yeah. story. Anyway, that was... I still think there's something more, but I think that was, like... The deepest we can go without hitting bedrock. We need to find what the bedrock is. But we're we're this close. You can't see me, but like Casey thinks that the book means more than it does. Close. English teachers, bro, they make me paranoid. There's a so not okay. She's thinking there's a so what to a so what to a so what here, and there's not. Exactly. Takeaway. Not everything has a so what. Imperial affliction was their connection. It was really Kind of cute, but at the same time is driving me insane. Thank you. So one thing that Hazel does that is one of the controversial things is she pushes Augustus away initially. She's like, well, I have cancer. I'm going to die. I don't want you to get hurt. So She says she's a bye. grenade. And she, yes. she wants to minimize the amount of people around Swing her. set scene. But, like, I don't think that was good. I don't either, because at that point, she had already gotten him. Yeah. Like, he, they had already been, like, Like, you can't flirting, push him away if he's already, like, really close. Yeah, they were, I don't know. And honestly, that even then... And he was okay with it. He was like, yes, I want to know you. If he, She just randomly took a person off the she- streets and was and just like, like, hi, I have cancer and we're going to become very best friends. <laughs> no. That would like, be really weird, That would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I see where she was coming from, I guess. Because, like... Yeah, like, you don't want to... That makes sense. Like, you kind of have to live with it. If you care about someone i guess you don't want to hurt them in that way Mm. if you think you're gonna die but at the same time if you guys really do care about each other enough you should want to like be able to like spend time together as much as possible he'll get over it even for their sake that way he has stuff to remember yeah like i feel like that was a problem and um the quote that we have was from um the uh, eulogy and like Gus's eulogy to I Hazel. I didn't like the eulogy. Oh, I like not. I didn't like hers. It was, was fine. Hers was okay. I liked the the math um thing was kind of cool. Anyway, the infinities, but we'll get back to that. I didn't understand that. Um, I'll like explain. I got it, but like 
It was no. like, anyway, it was bad. It, it could have been better. But Gus's eulogy that he writes and Hazel, Peter Van Houten gives it to Hazel Grace after she crumbles it up and then figures out that it was from Gus. And then all, Yeah, that was all stupid. That was the quote that he says was, you don't get to choose if you hurt, or you don't get to choose if you get hurt in this world, but you do have a say in who hurts you. I like my choices. So basically that like, was that was that, that was probably beautiful. the point where I was like almost I'm really close <laughs> like really close to crying right there. I don't no, get but. it why was he so romantic and why was he so good to her and then she was just like get away from me <laughs> yeah she was kind of sketch but like, he, was, why? he was really I don't know anyway um but the thing about that quote was um it kind of like sums what up what we were trying to mm-hmm. say before that was like it shows like you're gonna get hurt by people. You're gonna hurt but other you, people, but you should just make sure that the right you're around the right people, and you're making sure that I don't know. Yeah, if you love them enough, you won't care that they hurt you. Yeah, and mm. then figure it out. <laughs> and it's also like, um, I don't know. It's just, just make sure you're. It's also just make sure you're with the right people because also yeah. he could have been hanging out with someone he was like eh this person's okay and then they would die and, and then, then he gets like, cancer and dies and that's how he spent the rest last year of his life like he chose to spend his time with someone who he cared about and who he liked to hang out with and I feel like that's a s- smart thing to do like even if you're not dying because he didn't know he was dying at the beginning I guess yeah he didn't know he was dying he just he spent his time with someone he knew was important. I also did not like how he broke the news to her. Yeah, that was like Gus sucky. is such like a flashy guy and like all impressed. No, they were just sitting on a bench next to a canal with no railings. Bothered. <laughs> like how you just noticed that there was no railings. No, but no, like things with not with railings that like if you just stepped off and you could like die without a railing. We no. Went, we went on a cruise two summers ago. The top deck had a railing, but the like rungs on the it was like a it was legit a ladder. Oh my god. It was like it was like three feet high and it had like three skinny poles going across it that reach a foot apart. It was legit a ladder. Like little kids could have like climbed over oh it and jumped. Gosh. It was really scary. Like some of my cousins were like a lot of there. Anyway. Okay, moral of the segment. <laughs> Put railings on tall things. No. Yeah, railings, mandatory. Also. Also, if you love someone enough, and if they hurt you, you will get over it. You'll, you'll. Accept. Appreciate. If, yeah. Appreciate what you had with the person. It, Hazel was wrong for pushing, trying to push him away. Because. Gr- if you're a grenade, a- you will. You're not an explosive. You're one of those scary grenades that if you pull the pin and then you throw it and then it doesn't explode. Or if it explodes. That happened to my great-grandpa in World War II. Okay, off topic. We're no, moralizing. This is, this is We're moralizing. Really, this is a really cool story, though. I'm going to tell this story now. My great-grandpa was in World War II, and he was sitting around this table and like with all like the important people. Not like very important people, but like the important people in his area. And... Um, it's in an old abandoned building and a bomb comes through and lands on the table and doesn't explode. Sorry, that was related. So if the bomb had exploded, I wouldn't be All here. right, back to the moralization <laughs> segment. Um, yeah, just, just hang out with the right people. Yeah. Even if you don't. Was that a part? I guess, yeah. Yeah, because you, uh, you want to hang out. 
Yeah, with the right people. Make sure that... Just hate, don't and push also, people away. And keep, remember the good Except things. Except if they're bad for you. If you if someone, like, dies or you lose someone, remember the good times you had with them. And Instead don't be of, sad. Don't be sad about the fact they're gone. Be happy that you got to meet them. Yeah, and that's kind of that what so Gus... Good. That's kind of like... That was really good. That's kind of what Gus was saying there. Yeah. So... End yeah. of moralization. Yeah. That's Bye. Kind of, that's kind of it for the episode. So. Oh, we're wrapping up. All righty. I mean, that was kind of a wrap up. Yeah, I guess. All right. That was our last episode. Uh, Don't join us next time because there will be no next time. There will be no next time. Unless we get a really good grade on this. Then we might keep doing it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We'll all have his brain.